The following podcast is a live recording of a radio show first broadcast by Fresh FM with assistance from New Zealand On Air. Fresh FM is a community access media station based in Te Tauihu, the top of the South Island, New Zealand. If you or your group would like to know more about how you can have a program on our station, please contact us. Visit our website freshfm.net for our contact details. Welcome to the Pussy Galore Show everyone, I'm your host Margot. Love you to join me for the next half an hour as we delve into the wonderful world of our furry feline friends cats and celebrate how lucky we are to have them in our lives. This week's show we talk about keeping the puss in top-notch health. Everyone loves a happy and healthy puss and it's also a great way to avoid those costly vet bills. We'll also look into keeping those teeth clean keeping those claws trimmed and talk about the importance of vaccinations and booster shots. Also have our regular segments including cats in the news, we pause for thought, I tell a terrible dad cat joke and we've got a new segment, Breed of the Week. So every so often you'll receive a text or an email from your vet to say it's time to get the puss vaccinated again. It's something we regularly do but actually know very little about. So why exactly are we vaccinating our fur babies? Well, there are three current core infectious cat diseases present in New Zealand that vets recommend cats should be vaccinated against. We've got the cat flu, the enteritis and the feline immunodeficiency virus. Cat flu, very common and incredibly contagious, causing sneezing, runny eyes and nose, mouth, corneal ulcer and loss of appetite. In uh, worst case scenarios, it can actually be fatal. And then we've got the feline enteritis, another highly contagious disease. It's most common in severe and young kittens, but can affect cats of any age. Symptoms include loss of appetite, diarrhea, vomiting, extreme lethargy, dehydration, and in severe but unfortunately quite frequent cases, death. And the other one, feline immunodeficiency virus, FIV for short. This virus is usually spread by fighting and is excreted in large amounts of saliva. There's no cure for it yet, but the FIV vaccine does provide the best protection. And also, uh, although lesser known, feline chamidophia. I bet I've said that wrong. Anyway. This disease can lead to bouts of sneezing, conjunctivitis and infertility or abortion in pregnant cats. It's a common problem in New Zealand and it can be treated with a course of antibiotics but the vaccine is a good way to help prevent it. Now normally cats get a primary course of injections over a period of time to get that lasting immunity. Now to achieve full immunity the number and type of injections depends on well the age of the cat, uh, any pre-existing immunity uh, they may have, their general state of health and and just general overall risk factors. Look if you don't bring your cat or your kitten in for its full course of vaccinations it actually won't have any lasting vaccination immunity. And then we're on to the booster shots, it's all sounding very familiar. Most vaccines still require yearly boosters to maintain good immunity for your puss. If you have a new cat, 
make sure you visit your vet to decide on an appropriate vaccination schedule to ride them with the best protection from those nasty cat diseases out there. The best way to protect your puss is prevention. Mm, here's that terrible cat joke. What did the cat say when it went bankrupt? I'm poor. That's terrible. First song of the show, got to go with a little 80s theme this week. Down Under, Men at Work. This hit song went to number one in the home country of Australia in December of 1981 and topped the New Zealand charts in February 1982. In the United States, the song debuted on the Billboard Hot 100 in November of 1982 at 79 and reached number one in January of 83, where it spent four non-consecutive weeks. It sold over two million copies in the US alone. Enjoy.
Pause for thought. A cat has absolute emotional honesty. Human beings, for one reason or another, may hide their feelings, but a cat does not. Ernest Hemingway. He was a big lover of the boss. Now to our new segment, Breed of the Week. And this week we meet the Maine Coon. I have a three-year-old Maine Coon called Mittens. Uh, she's polydactyle and a tortie. Got her from a breeder in Rangiora. Now, nicknamed the gentle giant of the cat world, they're known for having a gentle disposition and being very vocal. That is true. They're also known to be relatively easy to train, which makes them one of the most popular breeds today. Maine Coons, as their name suggests, are native to Maine, where they're the official state cat. There are countless competing fun theories as to their ancestral origins and from the belief that their bushy tails resulted from ancestors of domestic cats mating with raccoons. It's actually scientifically possible. To the theory that they're descendants from Queen Mary Antoinette's six favourite Turkish Angoras, who she had shipped to the US while planning her escape during the, British Re- uh, the French Revolution. Somewhat similar to this idea is the plausible theory they originated from short-haired domestic cats breeding with long-haired cats brought over by the Vikings or European sailors in the early 18th century. As for how Maine Coons got their names, one theory involves Captain Charles Coon, a British sea captain who kept long-haired cats aboard his ship. When he would dock in New England ports, the cats would head out on the town to get on the raz mate with the local cats and when long-haired kittens started to appear around the place they were known as coons cats. Maine coons are known as some of the largest domesticated cats leading to some even being mistaken for bobcats. Males can weigh up to a whopping eight kilograms while females weigh in at between three to six kilograms. They can reach lengths of up to 122 centimeters including their tail. Interestingly while most Cats uh, take approximately a year to physically mature. Maine Coons typically reach their full size between the ages of three to five years old. Now, most cats have 18 toes, five on their front paws and four on their back ones, but some cats have an extra digit or two and they're known as polydactyl cats. Experts estimate as many as 40% of early Maine Coons were polydactyls, which some people said helped the cats use their paws as natural snowshoes during snowy Maine winters. This is believed to be attributed to the popularity of the polydactyl cats on ships. Sailors thought that they were good luck and that their extra toes provided them better balance on the high seas and allegedly gave them superior mouser skills. Hmm. One of the most well-known and unusual characteristics of Maine Coons is their affinity for water. Perhaps it's due to the quality of their thick, partially water-resistant coat, which is longer on the stomach, rough in flanks, and helps keep their lower body warm when they sit or walk across snow or ice, giving them an advantage in the colder winter months. That could be why they're fearless when it comes to being wet. Their coats also don't mat as easily as other long-haired cats do due to their shorter undercoat. Personally, uh, as a breed for me, Mittens is all of that 
and more. Um, she's incredibly smart and you can call her and she will come. Well, it depends on the sort of mood that she's in. And I have managed to train her to sit, lie down, shake hands and wave. Um, they're great cats. I highly recommend them.
Cats in the news. After three years without tigers, Auckland Zoo has announced one of the big cats will be arriving before the end of April. In July 2019, the zoo announced it had made the decision to put down its last remaining Sumatran tiger, Barani, after efforts to treat him for health problems didn't work. Sally, a female tiger who has been living in Hamilton Zoo, will be moving into the Auckland Zoo's new Southeast Asia jungle track development. A spokesperson for Auckland Zoo said the move was part of the zoo's global breeding and advocacy program for the critically endangered big cat. Later in 2022, the zoo also hopes to welcome a young pair of Sumatran tigers from the United States who have been specifically selected to breed. Carnivore team leader Lauren Booth said she and her teammates were super excited about the new tiger habitat. It's an exceptional environment, complex and enriching, and one that will give these tigers the choice of many terrains, vantage points and water features, as well as offering our visitors incredible opportunities to connect with them she said speaking of tigers now the 80s hit eye of the tiger song by american rock band survivor was the theme song for the 1982 film rocky 3 the film version also contained tiger growls which do not appear on the album version in the united states it towed number one on the billboard hot 100 chart for six consecutive weeks the band's only song to top the chart and it spent 15 consecutive weeks in the top 10 fun fact American Muscle and Fitness magazine rank Eye of the Tiger at number five of the all-time best tracks to work out to.
for most cats, you don't need to worry about trimming their claws. In fact, clipping them may be inappropriate as cats need their claws for defence and climbing. However, as cats get older and less mobile, their claws can become overgrown, causing discomfort and even infection. If you do think your cat's claws require trimming, it would be wise to discuss this with your vet and to ask for a demonstration. If you do want to do it yourself, I've got some tips, and here they are. First thing, buy a trimmer designed specifically for trimming cat's nails. Choose a time when you and your cat are relaxed, and ensure that you have good light before you start. Position your cat facing away from you. An ideal time is whilst your cat is relaxing on your lap. Alternatively, uh, you could wrap your cat in a towel with one leg free. Carefully and I say carefully, take your cat's paw and gently press the top of each toe to extend the claw outward. Remember, if your cat is elderly, be gentle with your handling. Examine the claw carefully, and using claw clippers, snip off just the transparent tip, avoiding the blood vessel, or as it's known, the quick, that can be seen in the centre of the claw. Now, if your cat becomes anxious, stop immediately and try again another time. Depending on your cat, cutting claws can be quite tricky, so consult your vet or vet nurse for advice. I've put a video up on the Pussy Galore Facebook page on how best to trim your cat's nails. most memorable moments in the Titanic movie was the Irish dancing scene in the steerage section of the ship. 
The group Gaelic Storm provided the recording for the film, uh, now heard on the second soundtrack album Back to Titanic. It's called Irish Party in Third Class. Speaking of the Titanic, anyone seen Owl Kitty recently on the internet? For those of you unfamiliar with Owl Kitty, her real name is Lizzie, and over the last few years her owner has gained quite a bit of internet fame by making Lizzie the star of several iconic movies. She's performed in many award-winning films and blockbusters and is currently playing Rose uh, from the movie Titanic. As you can see when uh, you view the video on YouTube, Owl Kitty is a very good cat and she deserves a portrait just like one of Jack's French girls, which she actually gets. Besides uh, the movie Titanic, there have been many beloved iconic films starring Owl Kitty in the lead role. Uh, such as Raiders of the Lost Ark, Star Wars, Avengers, Endgame, The Lion King, Lord of the Rings and Jaws. Uh, maybe one of the best parodies features Owl Kitty as the T-Rex in Jurassic Park, terrorising our heroes from the film. Basically what this guy's done is just replaced the lead actor with the cat. And I've got to say, um, it's quite spectacular how he's managed to do this. Uh, love the Titanic, uh, Owl Kitty is Rose. I've put a link to all of the videos. Um, you can visit Owl Kitty's YouTube channel, but make sure you check out that Titanic one. Now I'd like to thank you for joining me for the show where we celebrate all things feline. I hope you've enjoyed it today. Make sure you give your puss some Easter love and be kind to yourself and to each other. It's getting a little colder now and I've woken up a couple of times in the last few weeks to a large and furry individual spooning me. Mittens, my main coon, is a real creeper, I tell you. Hope you have ways of keeping your puss warm too. Mrs Slocum from the BBC series Are You Being Served definitely does, so I'll leave the final word to her on that subject. Have a great week, everyone. One minute late. You're lucky to have me at all, Captain Peacock. I had to throw me pussy out before I came. <laughs> Mrs Slocum, Mr Rumbold would like to know why you're late. Well, the central heating broke down. I had to light the oven and hold my pussy in front of it. <laughs> podcast you just listened to was a live recording of a radio show first broadcast on fresh fm the top of the south's community access media station with support from new zealand on air the funding of access media makes these podcasts possible to find similar programs by other community access media stations go online to accessmedia.nz